What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Truezilla. Just want to check in with you real quick and tell you how you can come support the show. So this is the last week we're going to run this promotion. Um, those of you that are waiting on your Frankenskies DVDs, they are coming. They, they if they're not there already, yeah. they're coming. If you join our Patreon page as a subscriber, we are going to send you a copy of Frankenskies and a note from the crew here. So go to patreon.com forward slash Truezilla. Become a Truezilla supporter. If you get value out of the show, it's a great way to return the value with a reoccurring monthly subscription. We're going to have uh, more uh, premium content. And we are planning on doing a a zoom call with all the patreon subscribers here soon we'll get you more information about that probably next week um so yeah patreon.com forward slash truth truthzilla excuse me uh if you guys another great way to support the show and get some cool stuff out of it you go to truthzilla.org forward slash shirts now we're in the process of getting a new t-shirt vendor possibly we've just been using teespring i went and lowered all the prices on all the shirts last week okay all the sweatshirts are 39.99 all the t-shirts are $24.99, period, across the board, okay? Now, that just is gonna, that's just gonna try and hopefully, you know, maybe be more appealing to you guys, but at the same time, like, they raised their prices on us, on the back end, like, Teespring raised their prices way up, and so they were, like, literally not making anything, but I'm just like, dude, like, let's just lower the prices, let's just, just try and get this out there, and so all the shirts at truezilla.org forward slash shirts are on sale, um, new lower prices, so get them while you can, um, all right, and let's see, another way to support the show, go to truezilla.org org forward slash donate that's a good value for value um if you want to do like crypto bitcoin cash app paypal all that good stuff so um yeah if you just want to do just a quick uh, value for value donation truthl.org forward slash donate now uh let's see what else we got we got truth trs trs so go to truth trs.com um truth or trs is a zeolite spray that just flushes all the accumulated heavy metals out of your system okay um you can follow them on Instagram at TruthTRS. It's a really good way to take charge of your health. Now, Definitely. can't go on without talking about our friend Cody over Cody. on Instagram at C-O-D-Y-S Cody. underscore <laughs> crystals. Cody's crystals on Instagram. He's got the best crystals and gems in the business and uh, definitely hook him up. Now, obviously can't go any further without talking about our friend Audis. Audis! Who runs Modern Retro Radio. Modern I feel like Retro- we need to sing a song to Audis. <laughs> I don't mean right now. I don't mean okay, right okay. now. I feel well, like we'll, the three of us should really like collaborate and sing like a song. Christmas and caroling? Sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, exactly okay, like that. Okay, we'll do a Christmas carol for Audis. We're going to have to do it before, we're going to have to do it soon now because he's going to hear it Scott now. Can Scott be holding a kitty while we do no, it? No, no, no yeah, kitties over the, here. Yeah, with a bow. Nope, Scott. no kitties. No kitties. Scott, come on. No it's kitties. for Truthzilla. It's for nope. Alex Jones. No, God, come on. All right, maybe for Alex Jones. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So, yes, you guys, so for Modern Retro Radio, go to modernretroradio.com, modernretrofm.com, or on the TuneIn app. Please check out Modern Retro Radio. It's the new songs, my classic artists, and all the good stuff in between. Um, they just have a lot of fun on that radio station, too. And he is one of us. So if you guys are bored, if you're burned out with podcasts for the afternoon, uh, go check out Modern Retro Radio, okay? It's a great, great way to pass time. So um, let's see. What else? Is that it? That's it. Oh, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Please like, share, and subscribe to these episodes. We've been getting a lot of new listeners. And, uh, you know, it probably has something to do with the fact that you guys are telling your friends and family about the show. It means a lot. It's a great, great, great way to support the show. If you can't support it financially, yeah, just tell a friend, tell a colleague, uh, go tell some random person on the street, but hey, you heard about this show, Truezilla? It's awesome. And it really is. So there you go. All right, guys. Enjoy the show. Bam. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Truezilla. My name is Scott, sitting here with incredible Ed. <laughs> incredible. Uh, so Megan couldn't make it tonight, guys, but we are here with our good friend Adam from the flagship show, 
Deborah gets red pilled, which I'm sure you all are, uh, you know, very, very adamant listeners of. Like, if you guys aren't down with Deborah gets red pilled, I don't know what you're doing here. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. But also, you know, that whole, the whole Deborah gets red pilled empire spun off into a couple other great shows, Into the Apocalypse, Chicken Tenders, dude. Like, you've got this whole thing going on, you know, ever since your journey started, your journey has evolved very much like our show. Like, we started off with just like this one little narrow idea and it just evolved. It took on a life of its own. And it's so cool to watch your journey and your path like through listening to your show. So for those maybe that aren't familiar, why don't you give us a little background about yourself and then tell us a little bit about what you're working on. And then we'll get into like your your, your journey over this last year because you are doing the deal, man. Like a lot of the stuff that a lot of us like wish we could do or maybe we're just stuck in that, you know, that fear thing, that fear mode of just not taking action, but you're taking action. So I definitely want to get into that. But let's just start with just giving a, self, giving a little background about yourself and about your show. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, okay. Hi, guys. Um, my name is Adam. Um, I do a show with my mother-in-law called Deborah Gets Red Pilled, um, where I tell her about conspiracies and stuff. It's changed a little bit over the last few months. So um, I'd also do a podcast with my wife uh, talking about homesteading and self-sufficiency. Uh, three years ago, I escaped San Francisco proper, moved to suburban Portland. And last summer, I escaped suburban Portland. And now I live in parts unknown on a dilapidated 15-acre homestead in northwestern Oregon. Awesome, man. Love it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Deborah gets red pill journey is just like, just like an icon in podcast history. I think it's just going to go down as like, um, you know, just a, a legend, but the show itself, man, it's just like, it's very inspiring. Um, just because like we all have a Deborah in our family, you know, everybody has a Deborah in their family. Most of us have many Debras in our family. Many. Most of our families are Deborah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, and, and it's sometimes we, we, we have to, you know, even every time we approach these conversations, like we get shut down. And so, you know, but we don't all have a Deborah, you know, because Deborah's willing to go the extra mile. And like, I don't know. Out. Like I, I think in my, my case of my own family, it's like, they will listen and shine me on a bit, but they're a lot like Deborah in the fact that I, I don't know if I'm getting through to them at all. And in yeah. the end of the day, they still keep doing the next decision that, that works against our freedom. And, yeah. uh, and, and it makes me think that they maybe think I'm a little crazy, right? Yeah. Like that I'm not getting through at all. Yeah. What's that? What's that? What's been, the, uh, what's that experience been like for you? Um, you know, it was fun when it started. I kind of wanted it to be like a joke, fun show. I'm a big, tinfoil hat fan i kind of thought i'd try something like that and then um you know some shows were fun and and happy and some uh the ones where we're solo get a little personal sometimes um you know we did uh 73 episodes and then really on i think like number 74 we had a really hard hard mm -hmm. episode where it was just her and i and i confronted her about a whole bunch of just inconsistent bullshit that she was um you know perpetuating by not saying anything and encouraging you know her daughter who's attempting to get pregnant to get vaccinated and all this stuff like that after she's received a whole bunch of uh information to the contrary that that you know shows her that that's not a safe and good idea and um it pissed me off and it's just like if i'm doing this putting in time and effort and it's not working out like is it worth doing 
so I took a step away and that's kind of how these other shows kind of spun off. Um, then some more drama went down with my wife over, over Thanksgiving and, um, being around only vaccinated people who wanted her to test and, and all this stuff like that. And, uh, you know, she, Deborah knew it was wrong and didn't stand up for my wife and it, it bummed me out. And if you want to like hear me talk to her about it, that's the last episode. Mm-hmm. But- and I just want to say, like, um, I mean, for anyone who hasn't listened to those last couple of episodes with with Deborah, the last three or four, I mm-hmm. mean, it it is uh, harrowing. It, but it is it is some of the bed, best yep. podcasting ever. Yep. I, I mean, I it's and it's again, it's the same thing we were talking about. It's, it's everybody has a Deborah, but it's um, it's you really stand firm and really hold her feet to the fire, and and it's uh, and it, it's difficult for her to be in yeah. that position, I- and it's. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going ahead. No, I just i I think we all like. I, I want to be able to do that with some some people I know, but I then again, I haven't put in the the work that you have with Deborah on on red pilling her. So you know, um, I I mean, I, I I know like I think again, we we all have our own Debras, but with my family, you know, I'm with my mom. I'm sending her podcasts and I'm I'm sending her videos. Uh, with my aunt, I'm I'm giving her books to read. Uh, with my father, if I if I'm out at a speaking event, if and it's recorded, I'll have him watch it. You know, like I'm trying to get reach them in a way that I hope that it'll, that information will get to them. And there's bits and pieces where they get it, but then it's the same thing. Like uh, they get the vaccine, right? You know, yeah. and and I feel like I have that same conversation. It's like you know that the the actions that that you are living in right now are like just pushing me in the direction of being taken away in a train car someday, right? Like like that is where we are going. And I know you don't like that's the problem is I I feel like they can't connect the dots mm-hmm. that that are so fucking obvious to any of us who have been looking at this, like really looking at all the information. And, and it's hard because Deborah's seen the information. She's been there. She's she's talked to to all kinds of people about this mm-hmm. shit. But yeah, and I know there's shows like we had like when we had like Doctor Joel Hershorn on. You guys yeah. got that guy for us. Like that, I, I know that show had like a a real impact on her, and she like sure. listened to it with her husband and stuff. And yeah, it's just so crazy because, you know, she goes and gets the booster and there's no thought, like if I tried to talk to her about early home preventative care, you know, that she'd be like, well, what's that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's tough. I, uh, I trolled the shit out of her this week though. Cause you guys see, uh, the this Trump Bill O'Reilly speaking Mm -hmm. tour that's going on where they're they're talking about. (laughs) getting getting vaccinated getting the booster and being but being against being against mandates so i sent that to deborah i'm like wow you have the exact same (laughs) point of view as donald trump and you you guys are like the same you guys have more you and your friends have more in in common with donald trump than than any of of me and my my people do oh that's such a good point i hadn't (laughs) thought of it that way that's great oh dude that's great yeah yeah it's it's funny like because i mean i will be the I'll be the first to admit, like I, at at the that point, I was still like I voted for Trump, right? And I, at this point, I don't think I would ever vote again. Mm. But uh, you know, uh, at that point on the journey, it just seemed like that was definitely the lesser of the two evils. Oh yeah, but, for sure. But but looking back, it's like he just played his part really well, mm, man. He dude. he played his part. Yeah. It is it's all theatrical. And without Trump, where we would be? Where would we be right now? You mm-hmm. know, like um, would the left be so empowered? Yeah, right. Exactly. Man, it's that's crazy. Uh, 
painful almost you know I, I definitely had the wool pulled over my eyes too man like i'm just like and now i'm just like frantically running away from it dude i'm frantically running away yeah <laughs> i never got deep into, i go never ahead, got fully tricked but i got totally definitely baited into defending him mm-hmm. which was like one of the greatest tricks he played on <laughs> on everybody was making people that don't support any of his policy um support him because the other side sucks so bad you know yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> yeah, yeah like and it's just everyone's having this reckoning too i think like they've been playing a lot like on was it oh, i feel like i, I don't want to say no agenda because i don't know if it was no agenda or not but it was like all of the clips of like going back a year and a half ago where it was all like kamala harris and joe biden and Andrew oh, yeah. cuomo all being like oh, i would never take that vaccine i would never take that vaccine if it's from trump and this administration and we need some we need a lot more evidence than what the fda it could have been a no agenda i think it i can't remember was. if it was but it was, that, that's been going around too anyway but uh you know everyone is just, could have been dean just, as well yeah everyone's coming to this reckoning man like yeah i, I mean they, they, yeah they all took the they all took the Operation, what is it? Mock, mock speed or uh, warp speed? Warp speed. Warp speed. Yeah. Well, recently, wasn't it the... Biden thanked the Trump administration for, yes. for what they did with, with the pushing the vaccine? And Trump was responding like, well, that was that was actually a really nice thing of him to do. Like, yep. You know? <laughs> yep. I heard that, dude. I was listening to that speech that Biden made yesterday because I, I heard he was doing a speech and going to announce all these new things. I'm like, oh, God, is this is this the is this the boxcars or what's going on here? But uh, it turns out, yeah, he's like, and we really want to thank the previous administration. I'm like, oh, wow. Is that the one wow. where he said we're going to have a, uh, 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 what is it, a, a Christmas full of death deadly and- death and hospitalization? <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think that yeah. was a few days ago. This is the one yeah. just yesterday when he was announcing. And all he, all he announced was new. Well, see, now this is kind of alarming, too. Like, like, like reading between the lines now, he was announcing massive new push for testing centers, right? So they're investing, like, millions and millions of dollars into setting up these new pop-up testing centers, which is kind of weird because just in a few days, the emergency use authorization is going to expire for the PCR test. So what is this new test that they're doing? Well, it's the new... Uh, Gates and yeah. Soros test that they yeah. oh really yeah, yeah yeah so what, oh, I, don't, well, I haven't I haven't looked so into to just, make sure that that's the test that they're using but I I mean it's, it's got to be the way, what, be. Would it, so, so they're rolling out because yeah the the PCR test like um the EUA is done is yeah, done yeah, yeah. Done. so yeah. they're like it's not valid anymore even though yeah, I, so I'd go if I needed to get tested for work that's what they sent me to do today which again is just so funny like trust the science but we're gonna ride it out till the end of the year with this this test that we deemed to, to expire the EUA mm-hmm. on because like they like know it's junk yeah they, but they like decided that like months ago yeah but then yeah, as yeah. soon as it's it's done they're saying we need to go get testing centers open and that's mm-hmm. when these Bill Gates well, and comes I think out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll I mean, see. we we don't know, but like obviously that's what we all think because mm-hmm. I remember it very clearly when uh, Gates and Soros uh, bought that testing yeah, company. Totally, right? totally. Like, so I so, assume that's what it is, of yeah. course. But but I haven't looked into that specific piece of it. And then the other piece too is like they're utilizing FEMA. So now FEMA is being activated <laughs> to help facilitate all these. And so it's just like again the militarization of this rollout. Um, it's it's kind of alarming, man. Like twenty twenty two, baby. We're in for it. <laughs> uh, I mean, and we're all in in Oregon. Yeah. I mean, and we mm-hmm. have the 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 COVID passport uh, mm-hmm. is supposed to be March eighth. It's supposed to be set mm-hmm. up by then, at mm-hmm. least. They haven't really given us told us how it's going to be used and who's mm-hmm. going to use well, it. But have you looked into that at all, Adam? Uh, no. I, no. I mean, I uh, I work in Portland. I don't. Yeah. I don't operate. I don't do anything but sure. drive to a parking garage, work, and come home. I don't go to any businesses there or anything. Totally. Um, up, up by me, it's pretty 
it's pretty chill, man. Um, it's, uh, I mean, it's full of conservative boomers, so everybody's wearing a mask. Nobody's telling you to wear a mask if you don't. Mm. And then I go to, uh, I live by um, the Lewis and Clark Bridge, so I go do a bunch of business in Longview, Washington. And Southwest Washington doesn't give a fuck. Nice. Like nice. no, they're not. They're not. It's so crazy. It's it's a half mile bridge mm-hmm. when Oregon and Washington, and over there it's like nothing. I went to uh, a Vietnamese restaurant uh, last week. There's a young Vietnamese dude working there. He's like first generation American guy. He's wearing. He's not wearing a mask. Serving everybody. And he was wearing a shirt that said, <laughs> has said, "Hey, shut up." <laughs> that said that said uh deport californians it was wow, awesome there you go. man yeah <laughs> love it that's great yeah, yeah nobody's yep, yep. nobody's playing the game over there i mean that's yeah. that's like a, it's a gnarly like working class mill town that smells like fucking farts because they're making paper there all the mm-hmm. time but they don't give a fuck and that's it's just like normal good, good people so good man there's a, great, there's little yeah. pockets of that everywhere like if you just go like a hour south of here or in almost in any well pretty much primarily south like it's trump flags everywhere and like it's just freedom country like i spent a little bit of time in roseburg over the summer and yeah dude it's just like it's just these little pockets like portland eugene i don't know man portland's bad man everybody's it's it's really ramped up again people are all wearing it's all masked up like outside and everything like that so it's fun though like we don't have to wear nobody's wearing masks on the job site and uh it's funny like we all I'm on a, on a work crew with like probably eight other guys. We're all young dudes and none of us wear masks. And, and, um, we all walk to the, the parking garage after work and get on the elevator. And it, it totally for, like people get off when we like get on. Mm-hmm. So mm. filthy, filthy, unvaccinated, unmasked people, dude. Yeah. So gross, man. So, uh, so you want to tell us, break down a little bit about your, uh, homesteading journey? You want to tell us like what, any highlights that you've learned or, or maybe just give us like what, what, what led up to your official exit and kind of what's, what was it looking like? Cause I know there's a lot of people that are looking to, you know, I, I keep bugging these guys. I'm like, dude, we got to get out of this freaking place, man. Like we got to get out of Oregon. I'm ready to go. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but it's like a lot of these people are on the precipice. Like, like what, what, and, and, and what you did is, is an option, you know, maybe not be an option for everybody, you know, but it is an option. So tell us I mean, about your a, journey a exiting temporary option. You don't have yeah, to yeah. go, you don't have to go to the fucking bottom end of fucking America and live in a fucking humid dick shaped state to be fucking yeah. free, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, I don't know. I lived, you know, I lived in uh, Milwaukee, which is right over the border from Portland. It was a really cool little little working class suburb and mm-hmm. had a house that I loved and everything like that. I moved from California. I thought I was never going to own a house, you know, and I got here and I found this rad little house and did a ton of work on it, made the backyard totally awesome. And then, you know, I, I realized like, I can't, I can't be here anymore. I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to be around. I don't want to be walking distance from Portland for one. Mm. um and i like the housing market was just going nuts and i was like man if i'm not gonna probably have a job soon we should get rid of our house and like we're gonna try to sell our house and rent and wait it out for the bottom to fall out of the market and move somewhere and um then we just my wife started a business and started doing really really well she works in in southeast portland so i was like well I guess we'll look for some stuff here and uh we're looking at places um you know 
30 miles or more outside the city on um at least we're looking for two acres and up and uh you know everything was going really fast and way above uh way above asking price which is what happened with our house um but uh yeah one day i was just like we were about to go um on a road trip to idaho right before we put our house on the market we we're gonna put our house on the market my wife and i were gonna go away for the week and hopefully the house would be sold by the time we get back we got back and the day before i saw this uh on redfin i just saw 15 acres looked pretty gnarly the inside of the house looked pretty pretty creepy and uh, i sent it to the realtor and she's like you want to go check it out before you leave town i was like yeah so we drove up here put in an offer um right away and uh and got it you know we weren't the highest offer i don't know we uh we told the guy he could leave as much shit here as he needed to as long as we got the house and i think that's that's what sealed it up so hmm. it's uh it's 15 acres it's it's beautiful man the house is like a 1925 farmhouse um it's got a barn from the 50s that's in pretty rough shape but it's totally awesome it's got a big shop 4000 square foot shop Damn. and then just like pastures and forests and it has a, a um a year-round um creek running through it and it's got a, a freshwater spring out in the pasture that just like clean water just like bubbles mm. out of the ground wow and uh yeah i love it out here it, it rains non-stop mm. and um it's pretty wet but like i'm dirty and muddy all the time and it's gonna be a ton of work but uh yeah we're doing it it sucks it's an hour hour drive to portland that's where i work most of the time um but it's a means to an end. And um, my goal is to be out here full time. Um, yeah, I'm. Our, we got, we had a corporate sent out an email to us and told us that I work for a big global conglomerate that makes mm -hmm. uh, it's the biggest steel manufacturer in Germany or in all of Europe. They're based out of Germany. We're the funders of the, um, of the Third Reich. And uh, they have an elevator division. I work for the, I install elevators for them. And they sent us out, corporate sent us out a uh, an email in November, or no, no, in, in October, I think, telling us that, no, no, they sent us out, uh, in November, they sent us out an email telling us that December 8th was going to be, everybody needed to be vaccinated to, be, to work. Mm. And, uh, I think they they got some uh, pretty negative feedback from that and realized they were about to. I mean, like they were going to lose fifty percent. People are yeah. wow. aren't weren't going to do it, you know. And uh, they walked it back. They just never said anything about it, and it never happened. Um, I was hope I was hoping it was going to happen. I hate my job, so <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to it. Um, my wife's doing all right. It'd be a struggle if I was out of work, but it'd be a dream come true to be able to be out here. Um, we want to have kids. I just want to be out here, like teaching my kids how to like be normal humans and like taking care of the farm and raising animals and growing food. That's, that's my dream. Like it's a, it would be a full-time job, but you know, maybe I'll have a second chance with this uh, March 8th mandate that they're talking yeah. about, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, uh, I signed up with food forest abundance. I paid um okay. I paid into it so I can be like food forest abundance Portland if I want. 
That's cool, so, man. Um, we looked into that too. Yeah, yeah, we had Jim Gale on. I yeah. really, I really uh, want to do it. It's just I've been uh, bred my whole life to like not be able to be an entrepreneur. And my mm-hmm. parents always told me I need to go find like a good job and with good benefits. And I did that. And it's yeah, you know, it sucks. It's scary to to venture out on your own when that's not the first thing that's uh, on your mind when it comes to making a living. Absolutely, man. That's, that's been, I've been trying to like shift into that mindset myself. You know, I've got my hands in a couple different projects that are like, I don't know if there's any, eventually going to be anything that's going to be brought to market or anything like that, but rather than just tinkering, but also this podcast too, you know, like thinking of it in those terms, like a, like a marketable something. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's all new to me too. Like, uh, and it is scary. It absolutely oh. is scary. Yeah. Hey, am I on right now? What's that? Am I going to yeah. be on InfoWars? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Say hello to InfoWars, dude. Hey, what's up, Alex? Long time. No see. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, that was a trip. So, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's times where I just feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm like, I feel like there's something missing. What's missing? I need to, like, figure it out. And it's just, like, this gnawing thing in me. It's like, I, I know I can do it, but I don't know. So, yeah. See, I mean, I have... I like you said, Adam. I've been bred to like get the job and, and all that, and then add onto that, I have two kids and single father. Like, yeah. it's, you know, it's really it's really scary to like, but but at the same time, I feel like uh, what we're up against may just close enough doors where I have no choice. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's that's not being prepared, but that's at the same time, a, a lot of doors have closed over the last eighteen months, and I feel like um, a lot of new doors have opened. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, you know, what you know what I think, Ed, Yeah, is I think that everyone who like sticks to their guns, draws a line in the sand and does what's like spiritually, yes. mentally, health wise, right for them and sticks to their guns and doesn't, don't, don't cross that line. Don't bow to anybody and don't, um, just, just stand strong. I think everyone's mm-hmm. going to be war- rewarded greatly. Oh, dude, I think like we need to just trust our instincts and I think uh, more shall be revealed. If you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm ever since like I got let go, you know, I got let go back in August and you know, I was full of fear and doubt. I didn't know what was going to happen, but ever since then, dude, like it's just been one thing after another has just fallen in my lap almost. And it's just like carried me to the next phase and then to the next phase. And now I'm like, things are great. Like things like I'm doing really good now. It's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, we're you all know? in, we're all in recovery and you know, that's yeah, what you, totally. that's what you learn yeah. when you finally fucking mm-hmm. get your head cleared up. It's like, if you do the right thing, like even if terrible things happen to you, it like opens the door to something mm-hmm. that's better than what it was before, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it's just been a trip to watch and observe. And now I'm just like, dude, I don't, I, I know that this is going to be okay. And then I try to say that I've said it on the show before, like anybody that's in the same position, anybody that's, you know, up against some sort of mandate that's going to require you to, you know, lose your job and it's your career that it's, you have no idea what's going to happen. Like just stay strong and stay firm in your beliefs and stay true to yourself. And I guarantee that's going to pay off because if you do capitulate, if you do go against your morals and values, then you got to live with that. And that's yeah. not something you want to live with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah. just stand, it may be like, I don't know. It may be rough for a little bit, but at the same time, I promise like the universe will provide it's just in, in ways that you could never conceptualize sitting here in fear, you know, that fear that's keeping you from whatever, or even, you know, here's another thing I've been telling people too, because I get back when I was like going through all that at, at, you know, that's all say Willamette family, Willamette family treatment services, who was denying people 
uh, access to, to residential treatment based on their vaccine status. I will always put them on blast for that. You know, they're just a bunch of little tyrannical bastards. Um, anyway, so they, uh, when I was going through all that with them, I was pretty vocal about it on the show and I had a lot of people reaching out and even to this day, like even just the other day, like Charlie Robinson sent like a listener's like, Hey, this guy needs help with, uh, mandates. Can you help him? And I've got kind of like, you know, a whole list of like links and like some stuff that I've kind of typed up as far as like guidance and stuff like that. So I've been sending that to people. And that's kind of what I've been doing for our people this whole time, but I've kind of changed my message like this, <laughs> this time, like my, originally I was saying, like I was going along with the whole mentality of like, uh, you know, don't, don't quit, force them to fire you, fight it to the bitter end. You know what I mean? All this stuff. And like looking back on it now, I'm just like, thank God they fired me. And then I don't have to be stuck in that. Like, honestly, like I would now my advice is like, go in there and say, fuck you and quit. And then, and then just let the universe open up for you. Because ever since I left, like the universe has opened up for me in ways I couldn't have even possibly imagined. And it's just been great. And so my whole thing is like, if you really, 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 and everyone's situation is different, you know, I'm just a single dude, no kid. So I could easily just walk and say, fuck off with no repercussions. Um, but, but I feel like, you know, knowing what I know now, like going in and just saying, fuck you and walking out like the satisfaction of that. I, I, I deprived myself of that experience, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's actually a, a weird kind of conundrum because, yeah. you know, I mean, it is, uh, you know, having, having kids now, like yeah. I just had to watch the, the like hour long set of videos so my kids could oh, be in school and not be vaccinated. Right. Like even though they, we took vaccines until, uh, they were injured until mm. my son was injured and we mm. stopped. But so, so I had to watch these videos and my kids aren't even in like public school, but they do like this online, my, my daughter's in like this online school, mm-hmm. but then she goes to this church that opened their doors to like have classrooms based on that online class. So it kind of worked out. It's like another example of like the, the universe providing, but it mm-hmm. is, it's one of those things that like Oregon's kind of always had this religious exemption built in for the kids. Right. So, so, so it is now we're in, it's kind of a different, it's a different boat now. It's like, right. Like, should we be using our religious exemption to get out of this vaccine mandate? Um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, um, it just shouldn't be mandated at all. No. Yeah. 100% what do you guys not. think? I don't know. No. I don't really. I mean, I could probably turn in a religious exemption and, you know, like have that just as like the whole paper trail thing goes, but like that, I could get a, I could get a fucking vaccine passport. I don't, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't want it. I don't, I don't want to, out of, out of pure principles, I don't want to fake it. I don't want to lie. That's just perpetuating it. You know, that's just like mm-hmm. giving in and, and saying like, saying that it's okay. Like one of my favorite bands of all time is, is uh Rose tattoo. And they're playing, in, they're playing in fucking San Francisco. Um, one of my best friends of all time, like texted me the other day. He's like, Hey dude, I got, I got a ticket with your name on it if you want to go. And I was just like, it's down in the mission in San Francisco at this place called the chapel. Awesome venue. I know that they're checking fucking vaccine passports of course without, without even fucking checking into it. I'm just like, I'd love to go, man. That That's like, there's not very many. I don't really want to go to see live music that much anymore being like an old sober guy. But, mm-hmm. um, I can't, I can't do it just on principle. He's like, I can get you a fake card. Da, 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 da. I was like, I'm not, I'm not playing that game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it is, it is sad. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I would like, I would love to go see Rose tattoo, but, uh, 
Yeah. I mean, I've seen other bands that I would like to see come through and I'm, I'm sure it's the same way. I've just kind of given that, given that piece away at this point, you know? Yeah. When are they, when are they going to, you think they're going to start checking vaccine passports at, uh, at AA? No, well, they, I mean, I mean, NA here is like, I mean, they're, they're not checking passports, but they're Nazis about masks and shit like that. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, in when I was, you know, I went, I got silver in, in uh, Marin County in California, but got, did the most, the bulk of my AA in Oakland. And, uh, yeah, like going to seeing how, like, that's how, when I realized that the world had turned woke, you know, like, that's where I was Mm -hmm. just like, I was sitting in a meeting in Oakland and I was just like, Oh shit. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not welcome here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go. And that's when I, and I decided right there in AA meeting that I was moving to Oregon. You know, I should have said I'm moving to Idaho, but you know, (laughs) crazy. Yeah, man. It's been a very, in our community here, like we just had the most amazing recovery community. You know, it was huge. Like just like, a and a like everyone co-mingled like it was just like this huge we would do all these like you know i mean you know the deal with the camp outs and everything dude it was just like freaking awesome man for my first few years actually i just celebrated five years last week oh yeah, like, yeah. congratulations oh, yeah. Bro. five years next, last week but uh you're not a newcomer anymore yeah exactly across that threshold I thought it was 10 years i mean i don't know that's maybe, maybe I'm halfway there at. halfway there hey guys uh, be quiet but uh it's just like it's literally just a fracture in the community from the very very beginning like they shut down all the meetings very very easy you know very early on um and you know those are statistics that we don't get to and and they're and all okay so they were running okay it was all zoom meetings there were a couple meetings that started popping back up but they weren't wearing masks like a lot of us were just like fuck this we're just starting meetings you know just renegade style but they refused to put those meetings on the meeting list or there's there's meetings like my meeting uh, yeah. like i live in springfield which is just yeah. uh, right next to, to eugene and yeah. uh we're kind of they're a little bit more open to, to to our way of thinking here in springfield um and all like the meetings here most of them are maskless yeah and my home group like they yeah, would they send they send scouts okay, out yeah, was, they uh, send yeah. scouts out to our meeting from area to like check to check on us yeah and then they removed them from the meeting list because yeah. we weren't enforcing masks even though meetings are not under surveillance at any time right of yeah. course well, but we they, sent, they sent they sent their little people down to, to <laughs> investigate and all these meetings that didn't have that weren't abiding by all the state mandates they would take them off the meeting list and you know so i'm, I'm in charge of the activities committee with, which puts me on the executive committee for lane county which means i go to area and i'm on like the executive committee with like the chairperson and the other chair people right mm-hmm. and it's just this last two years man it's just been all of them versus like they tried to shut down the activities committee they tried to shut down the camp out the picnics everything they came at me so hard they tried to like change the voting structure like in the middle of area in order to like hedge the bets on their votes, like try to get more votes. And like, I had to recruit GSRs. Sounds sounds familiar. Dude, I don't. And I had to like recruit GSRs to like come and show to vote, like to not shut down the, the, the area committee. This is like 2020, but it's looks like I've been doing it. You were like, you were like ballot harvesting. I don't, I was like trying to fight. Well, okay. Yeah. Maybe I was a little bit, maybe I was a little bit. So anyway, I was like, this was like, this has been going on for two years, man, against these people, man. It's like me versus all of them, dude. It's crazy. And they, they did the, ironically, which is kind of funny. They did their first area last month in person. Right. And, uh, so, and they did it and, and they were all wearing their masks and I showed up, I showed up early and I'm just sitting there and then chairperson's like, excuse me, you have to wear a mask or you can't be here. And I'm like, fine. See ya. Left. <laughs> Fuck these guys, dude. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I shouldn't say that. It's just like the unity, you know, tradition one, the unity is just out the door, man. So sad. 
Like, like they could have never anticipated this when they were writing yeah. up those 12 traditions. I got, um, yeah, three, six people in AA so far. Three suicides, three overdose. Yeah. God, That's, man. yeah, man. I, yep. I know very much. Like, I don't, I don't even know the numbers, man. Like I was working in the field, you know what I mean? as a counselor, like I just saw just the, the ravaging effects of it, man. Like it's just been, and the, these are just, like I said, these are numbers that you don't get the st- statistics on, you know, the people that wanted to go to a meeting or, or, and they log in and they see in the meeting list, there's no meetings, even though there were meetings going on, like they're not on the meeting list. So what do you do? Um, or the person that like showed up to that one meeting that was always open that one night and the doors locked, you know, it's just like, those are the stats we don't know. And those people that are just lost yeah. to, yeah. to this, like, it's just, just it, it breaks my heart man you know it really really that's why I, like i've even you know i've <laughs> yeah there's blood on people's hands man and it's just like it's just it's it's horrible it's absolutely horrible yeah. but you know and, and thank god there are though some real amazing stories like like when i was working as a counselor like we were doing our meetings on zoom dude just doing our meetings on zoom as opposed to before we would have like our group sessions like in person right and a lot of these people you know it's like they're doing really good right now and i'm just like i see them now in the community and stuff and it's just like yes dude they're killing it and uh i always tell them like if you're trying to get clean like right now on zoom like if i was just trying to get clean on a zoom meeting right now for the first time dude i'd be so fucked i'd be yeah. so fucked and yeah. these people are actually no doing it so so there are some people that are really pushing through and uh, but man it's it's brutal out there dude <laughs> yeah i'd be people tough. trying to get clean yeah uh, yeah, it's like the whole motivation when you first get sober. There's fucking chicks at meetings and stuff, mm-hmm, you know? Totally. Yeah. 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 And none of that, dude. You can't even you can't even see all those. It's like, I wonder if well, your pick marks have cleaned up. They just up come yet. to Springfield. Though. The Springfield <laughs> means, meetings are booming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yes, yes. Springfield meetings booming. Like, just, yeah. We've got the meetings up on the meeting list. But anyway. Yeah, you can't be hitting on chicks with masks on because you got to see if they have teeth. You got to see if their pick marks cleaned up. You know what I mean? Like you can't just be, just, 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 just you know, roll the dice with a chick with a mask on. Jeez, come on now. Bad joke. Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Adam, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, like maybe just in like general terms, but not so much like about anybody specifically, but like what we were talking about earlier, you know, like the, the process of having these conversations with, you know, a loved one or a friend or a colleague or anybody, you know, and, and we're just like, there's a disconnect there. Like what, like, have you put any thought as to like what this is like on a psychological level? Like, is it, uh, all I, that's it, all I think about. Yeah. That's and all, so it, your it, last it, episode, you were, you were kind of attributing it to like a codependency type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I mean, um, that, I, that, that's what I've, I know that's at least 50% of it for Deborah. Yeah. It's like, she can't, even if she was on board with us 100%, she would never be able to stand up to somebody who was yeah. like, oh, you're, you know, people that are unvaccinated are QAnon. She would never be able to like be like, well, actually, you know. And I think that that's, that's been, um, that's like been some social engineering that's, that's happened. I, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, I attribute to myself, it's, it's hard. I, even though I know everything, it's hard to stand up sometimes. Like, and I think, you know, but I think, uh, just, I feel like they've social engineered through the school systems, through just how they've raised us, you know, through the government, uh, uh, just to fear what people think more than to, to walk in our own values. Right. Like, and that's, that's kind of a process. Maybe that's a lot of what comes back to recovery too. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's something that, that, um, you know, uh, just through that process of doing the steps and stuff, you kind of walk 
Yeah, to, but I mean, it's not working for for a lot of people that have done yeah. steps multiple times. You know, there's people yeah. that are you know the worst at that. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm the whole goal of this show for me on my end is I'm trying to figure out why the social engineering didn't work on us mm -hmm. or maybe it did you know who knows and um i don't know like i'm not scared of being kicked out of polite society like i haven't no, been yeah. involved i've you know i was a punk rock when i was in 14 years old you know and i haven't been treated kindly by society since then you know there's this uh patty smith song called uh rock and roll n-word mm-hmm and like, just like in the chorus is just, she's talking about being, being outside society. One of my favorite bands when I was younger called the Anna heroes covered it. And like, just like, yeah, that, that, that whole idea of being outside society is something that I've felt forever. And I don't have a, a problem with it. Like it's, it's crazy because my, my wife is like really coming to the realization now that like, she's like really after trying to not see it forever is really starting to see like society forking off into two and mm -hmm. like she's like losing like three quarters of her old support network to the other way you know mm -hmm. and having a really fucking hard time with it and i'm like talking to her about it and i'm like i've been i've been here since i was since you know the 90s so it's it's not hard for me like thinking about like being in a separate apartheid system where I don't have to like deal with people like that gives me a fucking boner, you know, like, mm -hmm. so <laughs> yeah, totally. I would, totally. I mean, I know it's not going to happen, but if there was separate, but equal right now, that'd be like a dream come true for me, you know? Totally. <clears throat> I mean, you know, that, that begs the question, like at what, <clears throat> at what point do we even start having this conversation about like, okay, Maybe we need to go our separate ways here, like as oh, yeah. a society, as whatever. You know, it's legal man always says I, the answer exactly. is, is succession. You know, it's just, yeah, well, yeah, succession should be on the ballot every time, yeah. right? Right? Yeah. Like, like this is not. We're, I'm not volunteering for this. This is not a voluntary association here, not yeah. in any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> uh, which, which is a whole other rabbit hole that I was hoping to get in with you tonight, man. Like, like you sent me some resources, and I'm kind of going down that rabbit hole a little bit. You know what's really cool? I uh, I just like the whole like libertarian like just kind of like you know anarchy type like rabbit hole like that's a big one man. I had no idea. I just thought it was just like oh yeah no government, but I didn't realize there was all this stuff to it. <laughs> it's a yeah. very nuanced, heavy, heavy, heavy topic. So um, yeah, and it's like uh, yeah, so there's all sorts of different different flavors of it, and you just kind of gotta go. What you're doing right now is pretty awesome because you're just getting into all the basics and figuring yeah. out which which kind you want to be you know yeah so i uh so right now i'm in the middle of um i listened to ricky verandis's recent episode with richard grove and uh i guess richard grove because i've been watching i've been watching his uh grand theft world podcast which is fucking great like on rock fan and stuff but uh i guess his big like big work that he was doing before is a podcast called peace Re the peace revolution podcast yeah and some of these are like 20 hour episodes and then the, the most recent one was on all this stuff libertarianism and it's just like a 20 hour episode where he's just playing all this stuff of just like uh man what's his name rothbard like murray rothbard speeches and stuff and just like just deep in the rabbit hole so i'm just like i'm just like damn dude deep yeah in it. it's uh 
it's hard. I think the the most important thing you can take away from that is the most boring part, which is the economics for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I even consider myself an anarchist anymore. I'm definitely not a libertarian. I'm, uh, I'm just some sort of weird thing out doing out, out doing my own thing. But like, yeah, I don't believe in the non-aggression principle. Mm-hmm. I, do in, I do in theory, but, um, you know, people are going to be debating whether they've been oppressed upon sure. while they're, while they're being loaded into the box car. Like, go ahead yeah. and sent you that text telling that. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what I am. I, uh, I just want to be left alone. And, um, I guess I'm, I I guess I'd be what Howard, our friend Howard Lickman would call Mm -hmm. a voluntarist. He was just on with, with Ricky too, which is a really good episode. Yeah. He's, uh, he breaks it down really, really easily. And, uh, I like what he talks about. So you get into like the whole different kinds of anarchy and then like, it's like weird you go to these anarchy festivals and it's just like well i'm not i'm not a hippie i hate hippies so i'm not one of these anarchists you know um and uh yeah it's just uh it's a whole whole thing it's it's half of my my podcast feed so mm-hmm. yeah totally totally well speaking of like a half of your podcast feed well we got a little bit of time here was it what, what what's on your radar for like the crazy like the crazy stuff. Like I know we were going to talk maybe a little bit about like some uh, alternative history stuff, but uh, you know, we got a little bit of time here. So what, what's on your radar as far as all that goes, all the fun stuff. Cause we haven't really dove, dove too much into that on this show. I know you guys are all serious. All you I know we're all serious. Doctors, doctors and shit. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like we could use, we could use a break. So what's on your radar these days? Well, I, uh, we've been getting pretty heavy into Tartaria. Okay. and alternative history and false timeline mm-hmm. and mud flood and we're we're gonna hit it real hard in uh january and then um we're gonna have a this guy on who i'm really excited to talk to at the end of the month and then we're gonna kind of maybe bring everybody on that we talked to for one more like big round table and then we're gonna kind of put it to bed for a while because mm-hmm. if we keep talking about it, we're just going to become, we're just going to be known as a Tartaria sure. podcast. Sure. So, I, so how, how long has the whole Tartaria mud flood thing been around? Cause I feel like it kind of just popped up within the last few years. And I remember I think it first... came out of flat earth like four years ago. Okay. Cause yeah, that, that sounds about right. Like it was around like, and I wasn't on it back then. So. Yeah, totally. Totally. You know, I, I was kind of, I heard about like, I first had heard about the mud floods and I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. So somebody, I can't remember who it was. Did you hear Mac, like been, Max Egan? Exactly. Exactly. On, was, uh, higher side chats or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like it was somebody that messaged us and said, Hey, you got to check out this mud flood thing. And then yeah. I started looking and then I probably landed on, you know, higher side chats or something. But I heard Max Egan talk about it on higher side chats. And I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Mm-hmm. If you ever go back and listen to Hotep Jesus on Joe mm-hmm. Rogan, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if he's been on there more than once, but on his appearance, which was probably like three years ago, mm-hmm. he like gets in, gets into it without, ever, without like mentioning it on there, wow. like talking about um, how like, like black people were here before slaves and have been like given the slavery narrative to like keep them down and stuff. That's like a real controversial one that people totally get, people get quickly over. Yeah. But Hotep Jesus talked about it on Joe Rogan like a long time ago. Wow. I'll check into that. So but, yeah, I, uh, I, what I had a real hard time was I would hear like red bricks on tinfoil hat 
And uh, I couldn't make any sense out of it. He's the guy that says that every mountain's a melted building. Yeah, see, that shit's crazy. And, uh, yeah, I'm not there. And um, yeah. But then uh, I heard um, this guy, Howard, Howdy Mikowski, mm. talk on um, – he was on Freeman Fly, and then he was mm-hmm. on Crow right after it. And he just talks about the um, the expositions, the the um, the fairs, the world's fairs, and uh, he talks about it from a construction standpoint. And that's what really like made it click in my head is that it's not possible to build on the scale that they did in the time frame that they said with the technology that they had in the late 1900s or late 1800s, early 1900s um, to build these massive uh, fair sites. So the the narrative is that they were already there. We inherited them and we changed the, the narrative of history. Hmm. They're not we so, did, but the powers that be did. Totally, totally. You know, it started, I mean, as we know, so much of the history is fabricated or lied about or just created or yeah. whatever, you know, and, 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 you know, things that we took for granted are all of a sudden revealed as being different than they were you know what i mean like certain documents get unclassified it's like oh that was a whole oh the whole vietnam war oh yeah that was just like fake like no worries no worries you know i the, mean the, we're the, seeing the, it we're seeing it in in live time right now yeah yeah because yeah, like yeah. what are you i know scott you're in your late 30s what are, how old are you at 40s yeah yeah i'm or, 42 uh, yeah so we're the same like yeah we, we were in the 80s we grew up in the 80s and 90s yeah, yeah. probably pretty i don't know what you're the racial makeup of where you were grew up was i grew up in in portland and it was pretty pretty well mixed up where i went to elementary school everybody got along great there was no talk of racism or race except for when my parents told me that my republican parents told me that racism was wrong in the 80s you know yeah and like if you go like all the all the high schools in portland are named after presidents and they've all all the statues in front of those high schools, Jefferson, Grant, Lincoln have been like violently. I'm, I, I promote the pulling down of the Lincoln one, but have been pulled <laughs> down like by 16 year old kids who were told that, you know, every, everybody before them was a racist, you know? Yeah. And but the, you think that, ironically that's, that's that's the narrative Link- now. You think the Lincoln one though, I mean, right. Isn't that within their narrative, right? Isn't that. Yeah. The guy yeah, that Lincoln, freed, the Lincoln slaves, freed the slaves. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's the narrative. That's the narrative. Yes, like I said, within the their civil, the so. civil war was because people from Boston didn't like racism. You ever been to Boston? <laughs> the fucking most racist place in the world, next to Philadelphia. You know, so there you go, there you go. So, so how does the mud flood tie into all this? Um, so there's different theories. I'm from the theory that there was a massive cataclysmic event. Um, I don't know if it was man-made or um, a natural occurring event that liquefied all the sediment around the world, caused a massive mud flood, covered up these massive civilizations, and then Tweety, be quiet. Tweety. And then um, um, and then so uh, uh when the new uh the new I guess I'm not race. It's the same race. But when, mm-hmm. when the inheritors found all these um, ended up in these places, it's, it's, a, it's so hard to get into it that they, there was buildings were already there and they had to be dug out and then they were just repurposed 
repurposed and inhabited and told that we were told that people, you know, when there was 15,000 people in San Francisco, they had a massive, you know, um, a massive courthouse with extravagant, like Roman architecture that could, that's like big enough for San Francisco today, you know, like mm, then that's mm-hmm. what they, that's what they needed back then. You go and you look at like all these little towns in the Midwest or all the Capitol buildings, all the world's fairs. It's, it's so crazy. And um, they had them everywhere. And they, the thought is that it's, it was just, they use these world's fairs to introduce the new narrative. Mm. Does that make any Interesting. sense? Yeah yeah. 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 I mean, like uh, what they, they had these things called, they had human zoos at these, at these uh, world's fairs where they'd have like the Eskimo exhibit. And it was like real live Eskimos, like in a canoe, like wearing like furs and like paddling and like going to like an igloo and stuff. And it's like, maybe they just took people that looked different and said that this is how they lived. Maybe. That's when it gets really weird when you start. Totally. Yeah. Dude, is it now is it is it contingent upon flat earth? Like are, are they correlated or can you have one without the other? It definitely came from flat earth, but I think you could have one without the other. Interesting. Interesting. Um and then also the other interesting piece is just the idea of the free energy. You know, that's what interests me so much, you know, the idea that we've I mean, to me I don't think there's any doubt that there's something bigger and better that we can use rather than just gas or natural gas or whatever. What do you, what do you, what have you learned or gleaned on uh, in terms of like free energy? Um, You know, there's like antennas on all these old buildings and there's all this like Tesla technology. Um, a lot of people think that Tesla wasn't real though, but mm. um, yeah, that, that there's like harnessable energy in the, in the world that that could be free and that that these massive civilizations had it um i don't have you know any evidence for it Mm -hmm. other than speculation but i i tend to agree with it so have you guys ever been to the vista house no it's this i'll send you pictures of it later it's like this fucking stone structure out in the columbia gorge like before you get to hood river it's full-on tartarian uh wow. architecture I'll, I'll i'll send it to you and okay. then what i'm really interested in is um do you know who michelle gibson is um i don't think so she's like she's like a big name and in, in um the tartaria stuff right now she's got a bunch of youtube stuff she's been on tinfoil hat she's like this old lady that's super into it but she's going to come on our show and she's going to talk about um i'm really interested it's so cool because you can find evidence of it wherever you live within like an hour of where you are um but she's going to come on our show and talk about lewis and clark mm. and whether they were I, I think they were real i have i know people that think that they were like a, a construct to like push the narrative of western expansion but it's way more fun for me to think that and that i mean that's what this all is for me is a ton of fun yeah um so, yeah, yeah but um it's uh i think lewis and clark got out here and saw some fucking wild shit and uh like civilization that was still here and when they went back you know they were they were sworn to secrecy meriwether lewis had like a whole journal about it and uh 
he mysteriously like shot himself in the stomach while sitting on his front porch and killed himself, wow. you know? So I want to, I want to get into all that with her. It's pretty cool. Lewis and Clark, um, the narrative is they stayed on, I live on an Island. They stayed on the Island that I live on and named it. So, yeah, wow. I think, Crazy. um, I think there was, there was civilization here. I think that they saw it. I think that Westward expansion was delayed and I think that when it was time to come out here, I think they sent Mormons who were Freemasons out here to destroy civilization and get rid of the evidence. Wow. Crazy, man. Well, wow. I look forward to that episode yeah. for sure. I, I, I feel like that's something we need to do, maybe a deep dive on one of these days. There's, yeah, a, st- there's, Stonehenge. there's a Stonehenge in Washington. Okay. I heard you mention that in your episode. Did you go visit it yet? I've got to go out there soon. Nice. That's Take badass. some pictures. Hell yeah. 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 Do a little live episode. Yeah. Um, so, Adam, do you have any predictions for 2022 you know i don't see it uh get much better i don't know i don't i i'm i I still get fooled and i get false hope and all this stuff like oh maybe they're gonna take masks away it's like i don't know maybe if there's just shutdowns for at least if there's climate shutdowns they don't have to wear a mask you know but um i don't know i'm all mixed up guys i mean you just you just hear what i just ranted about for 20 minutes i'm obviously not <laughs> no the no, most trustworthy guy to, to ask i don't know man. questions dude i think i think you're on point with a lot of stuff yeah, dude but, I, I value um, your perspective yeah i mean i've gotten i how about i mean no i don't have any any predictions i don't see it getting um much better in I think it's going to get real bad in metropolitan areas. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see this uh, massive migration out of cities. I don't know if there's going to be a mass awakening. I think people are starting to think stuff's weird. Um, but I, I think that, that people are, are getting out of places and doing, I mean, I, most people I talk to want to do what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know if that's just totally. because of the circles I run in, but I don't know. I also know that there's young, I mean, I'm constantly building condominiums in, t- in downtown Portland, you know, True. So people are moving there or maybe they're just going to use them as, as you know, I'm, I'm building the smart city right now. It's crazy. Yeah, totally. Totally. Dude. So do you see evidence of that? Like in the, in the like inner workings of the building itself? Like it, is there indications that this is like different? It's than all, it's all, they're building? all exactly the same. Yeah. They're all, they're all, um, condos on the top with with they're all six story five three story condo buildings with shopping on the bottom hmm interesting you won't interesting. have to you're not gonna have to leave and nothing like they built back in the tartarian days it'll last no. for infinite number i of years. noticed that everything <laughs> yeah is just a concrete angular blob that's disgusting and yeah. uninspiring and depressing and yeah like it's so crazy because portland is such an awesome looking city man yeah like i grew up here in the 80s and it was such a weird creepy like i always talk about it there's just there's a weird feeling here when i grew up you know this whole twin peaks feel of like there's tons of serial killers here and psychotic loggers and fucking like really wealthy old people with like logging mm-hmm. money and there's still like mm-hmm. poor fucking urban whites here which was like really shocking for me to see when i moved up from california because they don't really have urban white poverty in california anywhere <laughs> and uh but man like downtown portland is so cool you like look out on it but then it's just like scattered all these brand new buildings you know 
So, and it's so crazy. Like I'm building a uh, Ritz Carlton hotel, which is like, you know, top of the line, mm-hmm. like really mm-hmm. nice hotel. And uh, I think they backed out of the building and like, don't want it anymore. They're like still wow. building it, but it's like, yeah, who's going to, how are you going to, it's 38, 35 stories with four stories underground. And it's Jesus. like, <laughs> they're high end hotel rooms. It's like, who's, they're not going to be able to get people to come to Portland for conventions and shit like that. God, <laughs> man, I just, yeah, I don't know. It's so sad, man. Yeah, I was there for about 10 years from like 2002 till like end of 2011. Yeah, it was probably still cool when you were like the early 2000s was probably awesome. Yeah, I, I, lived, no, in, I lived in uh, Oakland at that time, you know, and it was still like yeah. super fun and, and like lawless and you could really do a bunch of fun shit and not have to worry about it. Um, But as far as predictions go, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I mean, right. what, I'll, is, I'll, what do these bowls say? Okay, well, I, I got a couple <laughs> things here. So I was like, I was analyzing the news of the week last week, and I was like, okay, I've got a few that I wrote down in preparation for this. Like, So anyway, I got – so Sarah Silverman is going to go full-blown conservative. Do you guys see all that shit? Like, they're what, what's, she up, what's she up to now? I know she's like questioning – she was questioning secession last time I saw her. Something, that was well, a while so, back, though. She, she said something about – I can't remember. What, what was it? Hold on, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. It was like one of these MSNBC anchors was like saying something and Sarah Silverman called her out on it. And then they all attacked her for being like freaking did, did she far right up, or something. Did she end up like actually watching, was Rittenhouse one of her things? Did she like watch know, the maybe. footage of Rittenhouse maybe? Maybe. I can't remember. This was just like a couple of days ago, but I can't remember okay. what it was. So Sarah Silverman goes full conservative. Okay, they're going to have a Taliban party here in the United States. Like they're actually <laughs> have a political party. The Taliban will. And it'll be ran by a transgender individual. Transgender leader that's of the Taliban predi- party. In the that's United your States. prediction. Yes, I'm not yes, joining. Yes, I'm not joining them. No, 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 not I at would, all. I would have until the last part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jimmy Fallon gets busted with child pornography. Like we saw him. We saw him in that 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 last video. Did you see him doing that? That Christmas. Christmas time. We'll like, be in line oh, for a booster with Meg with Meg yeah, Stallion. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, dude, they got something on him, dude. They got yeah. Something I mean, that guy, him. like, it's like Charlie <laughs> Robinson. Charlie Robinson one time was like, that guy's that guy's chained to his desk. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got something on him, and then cereal boxes, kids cereal boxes will literally have two naked guys fucking on the cover. There you go. <laughs> That's gonna be their their advertising. It's just gonna literally be two naked guys fucking. That's gonna be like what? Like, just pick like, your company, we, like Wheaties. Wheaties, yes. <laughs> like Pepsi, Pepsi. Like the commercials, like the commercials that are gonna be on TV in 2022. Are literally just gonna be two guys. Just that's it. <laughs> that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's all I got. Oh, but we got the bowls. We got the bowls. Okay. So, all right. So this is fun. We did. We decided to do a fun little Mad Lib thing. So, is this we'll on, this. Is so, this on Rockfin too? Yeah, this will be on Rockfin too for sure. I made it. I made it. I made, made it Rockfin. <laughs> dude, we didn't get you on Rockfin, man. He's like, I know, I know. Long, that, guy, long that guy doesn't like me, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, anything I can do to help? Again, let me know, and we'll <laughs> help you get on there, dude. All right, so we got this. We got we got these bowls full of little hey, random. If we, if we each said like five gay slurs and then ten racial slurs, would Rockfin move it up, or would they edit you? But they don't edit. They don't edit. I believe that, I mean, possibly it would be allowed, maybe, but we would possibly lose some credibility. <laughs> should, we tr- should we try? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We had a video taken off Rumble. We had a video. Do you have, do you have a bleeper? <laughs> I, I do have bleepers. I do have bleepers. 
but not 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 in the moment. Uh, so maybe next time we'll, we'll once if I ever get resentful at Rockman, we'll go burn it down. We'll that? have you'll have me on for the racial slur extravaganza. Yes, yes. <laughs> the racial slur extravaganza. Yes, we'll definitely have you on for that. All right, here we go. So we got four bowls here. We got people, verbs, things, and situations. All right. So the sentence is blank will people verbs things yeah yeah people's verbs things situations okay okay so blank i think this will... is just better to just do it and i'm gonna okay. go first since okay, i didn't ahead. make oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. any predictions yet because okay i i just overall i think it's gonna get worse before it gets better but it'll eventually get better i don't know if 2022 is gonna be our year though yeah, yeah. there's my prediction oh that's perfect i made that just for you oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect so we got gene simmons gene simmons god damn it gene simmons Man, will what a bum. will Stand up for wow. Republicans wow. With over Democrat cities in chaos. There you go, there you go. So Gene Simmons is actually going to go on the put, side he's of putting his foot down. Yeah, he's he's going on the side of the Republicans. I mean, it's, I, that this. doesn't surprise me one bit, though. I mean, they, those guys are. Again, That's not a bad prediction. He's gonna he's, he's they're gonna go on tour. And they're gonna go to some like like San Francisco, and they're well, gonna... they're still on their final tour. This the uh, the pandemic yeah. has extended their final tour for like how many more? I mean, how many final tours? You guys have ever? Done, you guys but... ever see Kiss? I've seen Kiss several times. Yeah, he's a big Kiss fan. So. I love Kiss. I, know, man. I, know. Yeah. I, I saw Kiss with Def Leppard. Def Leppard really yep. sucks, but I saw I saw that tour a couple years ago. It's a yeah, damn Def shame. Leppard wasn't very good live, but uh, it's a damn shame. The girl Gene. I was with loved them so. Yeah. Gene went to the dark side. What's got nine arms and sucks? <laughs> Death Leopard. <laughs> that was good. Oh, I got okay. So Donald Trump oh, will That's your Donald guy. Trump will shame. That sounds about right. His supporters over the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. World War Three. Maybe let's see. Let's try that one. Well, shame. The deep state, okay, over COVID concentration camps. There you go. Yeah, I, he'll he'll shame them while pushing the vaccine. That's at exactly the same time. what he's saying. He's, yeah, he'll say, yeah, exactly. We'll be hauled off to the concentration camps. Like, well, like, but don't send people to concentration camps. <laughs> you, you still get your boosters. You still get your boosters. Fucker. Just give them their boosters and get them out of there. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Go ahead. Adam. I wish we could. Get you involved in this, but okay. This one's right. for Adam. This one's for Adam. Okay. Demon self. Okay, so yeah, demon self. That's that's the pronoun that I use to describe myself. Uh, will we'll eliminate. We'll eliminate. That's my pronoun. Demon self. Sesame Street. <laughs> with. With the trans agenda. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the trans agenda and Sesame Street go hand in hand. Does Sesame Street have trans uh, people on it yet? Oh, dude. I mean, mean, they're on the World Economic Forum, so. That's a prediction for 2022. Sesame Street will have a trans Muppet. They don't. I mean, they got to have one of the the creepy, like real human adults. There's got to be trans at this point. It's got to be. Yeah. We'll have a trans puppet or human character. 100%. That's. In the books, in the red book, as they say, right now. Do you think uh, <laughs> the vaccine turns you bisexual? Hmm. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I 
don't think it turns you bisexual. I know a lot of people have taken the vaccine. I know oh, someone yeah. that took the vaccine and then came out as bisexual the same day. Wow. Really? And if wow. that if that make if that's true. Did they report it to bears? No. No, they were they were excited about it. But if that's true, I think we have to like come to the conclusion that Sam Tripoli is vaccinated. Oh, 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 oh Sam Tripoli. We're gonna have to call him out, dude. Sam, what's up with that vaccine? Let me see your papers. Is is Sam bisexual? I think so. <laughs> he said, well, you know, and maybe when he's on meth, I don't know. <laughs> he talks a lot about that, right? What is it, robots? It's silver robots. He's got a silver robot fetish, I think. <laughs> okay, Jimmy Fallon. There we go. Jimmy Fallon. Oh, no, it's your turn. Or no, it's you your turn. Go, go for okay. it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Jimmy Fallon will expose himself. Children. We'll expose the Olympics over racism. Okay. There you go. He would, I mean, that's. There's racism at the Olympics. Yeah, he he would do that. Didn't Joe Biden say that we're boycotting the Olympics, but still sending our athletes, but we're boycotting the Olympics? Why are we boycotting the Olympics? Um. I don't know. Wow. I mean, I don't know. It seems like, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead, Ed. Okay. I don't know why we'd boycott the Olympics. Let me see. Let's well, find remember, out. What was the thing? Like people, like they made the beds so that people oh, wouldn't have yes, sex on them dude, that was at dumb. the Olympics <laughs> last year. Cause they were like, they made the beds COVID out of protocols. Yes. They made the beds out, out of cardboard, out of yeah. cardboard to discourage yeah. the athletes. From Cause, having cause sex back with each other. then. Yeah. Like, well, and you could have sex though. You just had to wear masks, right? I don't know. Dude. Like, but, I think that was their. But, but the logic of, of cardboard boxes, like, dude, you just <laughs> throw that shit on the floor. I mean, you can fuck standing up. Yeah. yeah. Just, I, there's there's around, other ways dude. of doing there's it. There's just like tons of fucking glory holes now, wherever those. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. We're back to Sesame Street. Big Bird. Big Bird will. Will infect. Infect. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I guess this might here. Draw, draw one out of here. Draw, draw one out of here. Homeless people. <laughs> okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. With with censorship. Oh, eh. let's do a different yeah, let's one. Do a different it's one. Just because with uh, a new variant, that's much better. Will <laughs> <Big bird laughs> infect the homeless, the homeless people with people. a new variant. With a new variant. That there I like. Go. That's that's a put good that down. Put yeah. that down. Okay, here we go. Man, did you guys hear when? Um, when Peter McCullough was on Joe Rogan and Peter McCullough was talking about Big Bird and Sanjay Gupta yeah. and, oh, Joe yeah. Ro- and Joe Rogan was like, I don't know why he would have done that. <laughs> it's that money, dude. He's still like talking about how that guy's a good dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. God. I, I, I didn't put Sanjay in my little box here. I need to put Sanjay in there. So anyway. Yeah, dude. Sanjay, dude. No way. I only heard clips from that. I'm not much of a Rogan I'm not still. Either. I'll listen to those. I'll yeah. listen to those ones. I'll listen yeah. to Tim Dillon on there. I'll listen to yeah. Alex Jones on there. I'll listen to yeah. I listened to the Sanjay one. And I listened to that Peter McCall. Yep, one. that's about where I'm at. I listened to the Ted Nugent one. That was all right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cardi B will fight <laughs> Ted Nugent. World War Three <laughs> over. The collapse of society. There you go. 
Okay, Cardi B. So fight in World War Three. Yeah, she's gonna fight in World War Three, okay. dude. She's gonna enlist. She's gonna be. Uh, I don't buy that one. Maybe not one bit. Okay, go ahead. Okay. All right, we'll do a couple more. We'll do a couple more, Adam, okay. and then we'll wrap it up here. Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo. Shout out to Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> will we'll argue, argue with the police over. Elite pedophile rings. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's pretty good. No, no, no. I didn't do that. I didn't do I that. mean, you guys know about his fucking, the producer of his, oh, no, it's Chris yeah. Cuomo. But no, still, still, yeah. come sure, on. I'm sure they're all tied in. Yeah. Hey, oh, so. God, I heard it on the, ri- oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I was okay. Okay, so, God, I can't remember who it was earlier I was listening to, and they were saying that, like, and then there was that Project Veritas. They got that other producer at CNN talking about did you catch all that no no man so like they got him like recording talking to his wife or ex-girlfriend about how much he wanted to like fuck that lady's daughter like it's just like grotesque and that's a different guy than the guy different different cnn producer crazy and so someone on the some observation or some show made an observation said so now there are now officially on the record more pedophiles at cnn then there are people who died from Omicron. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. When you put it that way. Yeah. All right. We'll do, I'll do one more. You do one more. We'll call it. Sounds good. All right, all right. Let me let me ask you guys a question first. Yeah. If if they, Chad and I were talking about this on a, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. If they took, if Don Lemon just started, just got Tucker Carlson's script for like a week or every week for a month and and Sean Hannity got Rachel Maddow's shit and just started reading it How, do you I know I know it would work for the people that watch CNN How, do you think that they could flip their 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 whole state of mind and talking points in a month I, I Don think Lemon, certainly on the one side it would I mean because Don, sure. Lemon, Don Lemon's gay and black so whatever, yeah. I mean, can't he can't be wrong? Totally. Yeah, I mean, I I think so many people just follow exactly what they're told at this point, yeah. right? You think, and they pick you their think side, they do it, in and a if month? their side shifts, they will follow. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so yeah, it's crazy. Deborah yeah. couldn't Deborah couldn't say when we were on uh, Counterflow with Buck Johnson, she and he asked if if Donald Trump wasn't, and it's when it, they thought I was when we thought I was going to get fired for the vaccine and he, Buck Johnson asked her like, if, if Donald Trump had been elected and didn't implement this mandate and Adam was able to keep his job, is that something that you think would be like good? And she could not, she couldn't say it. Wow. Yeah. She wouldn't yeah, be able it's... to, she, she wouldn't be able to face her, her, her community. It's that codependency thing, man. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Dead on. It's crazy, man. I really, you're, I mean, it's a psychosis, man. There's a little bit of psychosis going on. Oh, they're under a spell. A spell, yeah. yeah. All right. Kamala Harris <laughs> will kill Joe Biden, <laughs> Australia, <laughs> with digital blackface. There you go. <laughs> Is that like an NFT? No, it's like. Have you heard about the it. digital black? Oh, don't put them back. I'm throwing. I'm throwing that. Throw that one back in because that was a shitty one. Okay. Yeah. 
No, but like uh, they're so the, in meta, the metaverse that they're building and stuff. They're you like uh, people are getting in trouble for uh, digital blackface, and, and a lot <laughs> we went over it in like in our clown towns because it's like like a lot of the reason would be is because like there's not enough people to populate, so people will jump around and like be inhabiting different characters in the metaverse. But yeah. people were getting called out for like white people being black. In, in the metaverse and they're like already it's already like this racist fucking talk in the metaverse they're trying to make it all woke in inside the metaverse even though like if you're in the metaverse shouldn't it be about like you can be whoever you want you know yeah so <laughs> you guys have any mana no uh no do i i got a I little did. i got a little I, bit i think i sold mine way back in oh. the day yeah no i don't think i do i definitely don't yeah. All right. We'll do one more and we'll wrap this thing up. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. It's a good way to end it right there. Yes. Will. Will. Cover up for. Ooh. Twitter. Mm, over. Joe Biden's poopy diaper. <laughs> Joe Biden's going to cover up his poopy massive, diaper on Twitter. Cover up. <laughs> diaper gate. Diaper gate 2022, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, Adam, any final thoughts? No. Yeah. Stay cool. free. Get the fuck. Hey, I'll say this. If you uh, are still living in a city and you don't have plans to leave and you don't have half a cow in a freezer somewhere, fucking. Get your shit together, man. Get your shit together. Absolutely. Right on, Adam. We'll tell everybody where they can find your shows. Uh, It's all under one RSS feed. Uh, Deborah gets red-pilled. So there you can find. I'm going to... I was thinking about stopping the show with Deborah. I'm going to keep it going. Still have her on every once in a while. Um, And then we're going to do hardcore conspiracies, alternative uh, history stuff on Into the Apocalypse with my co-host, Mr. Chud X. And... We will be doing homesteading, self-sufficiency, um, kind of just following uh, our journey with my wife, my beautiful wife, Emily. Um, Shout out to Emily. Yeah. And uh, that's called Chicken Tenders. And we're doing uh, shows with, uh, if anybody wants to come on any of my shows, but if you've got stuff to talk, I know there's a bunch of freedom cell people and people that are actually doing it. Um, if you want to come on and talk to us about anything from planting food, raising animals, homeschooling, self-defense, anything self-sufficiency, self-sufficiency related, hit us up. And if you've got cool shit to talk about um, conspiracy stuff, hit me up too. We're at uh, Deborah gets red pilled at protonmail.com and chicken tenders pod at protonmail.com. So Beautiful. I have to ask, you know, Monica keeps taking, Monica from uh, Propaganda Report keeps taking credit for the she name didn't, Chicken She tenders. didn't come up with it. We okay, straightened well, she, it out. We went on keeps... her, uh, one of her disappearing patron parties and we cleared it all up. Okay. There you go. Okay. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Shout out to Monica too. Yeah. Shout out to Monica. Yeah. All right. Sure. Hell yeah, Adam. Well, thanks for joining thanks us. Thanks so much, Adam. Yeah, thanks uh, for having Merry me, guys. Christmas. It was fun. I like uh, hanging out with you. And, of course. You know, you know what, uh, how important you were to our podcast. We're coming up on a hundred, so maybe we'll That's get beautiful. you guys on for that or something like that. That'd be, love to. be an honor. Absolutely be an honor. It. Hell yeah. And um, yeah, so we're uh, two thirds of the Oregon Conspiracy Coalition. So yeah. totally, 100%. Uh, a Dean, big shout out to Dean. Yeah, yeah. Dean holding it down. 
Yep. Dean Reiner, Up Is Up Down is Podcast. Down. Up Is Down Podcast, everybody. Go check them out. So you guys, yes, can't say it enough. If you guys have not listened to Deborah Gets Red Pilled, it's one of those like almost evergreen type shows. You can go back to the beginning and just watch, listen to the whole journey. It's quite an epic an epic story, an epic journey, or just, you know, if you want to jump in, listen to the last, like, 10 episodes, listen to, what, episode 74, 75, somewhere around there for Sorry, some heavy-duty stuff. Sorry, if you want stuff. to see some real heavy-duty, so listen to 73, because okay, the, the is. intro is yeah. tense, then it's followed by hilarity, because Klaus Schwab Jr. is on, ah. and then 74 after that is the real heavy-duty one yeah and then the yep. last one i just did was pretty heavy too pretty good so, pretty yeah, good but it's amazing great. stuff you guys so all right adam well thank you so much brother and we'll catch up soon all right see you guys all right peace peace all right hell Take yeah care, dude Woo, that was good dude he's got i mean he's got his shit together yep yeah he really does yep. like he's really prepared i feel i feel uh i mean yeah 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 yep. I, I have a ways to go right it's all right that's all right you when know? you get food Get you, get you some food. And yeah, you, you know, some... I mean, at the same time, though, the things that we he said, though, is just so true. You know, if you uh, got your heart in the right place and are standing by your principles and, yep. and, and doing what's right and not backing down, like, yeah, I know that the, the universe will provide, you know, yep, 100%. I mean, it, it, it will. But um, at the same time, it is always a good idea to be prepared in the, in the state that we're in right yep. now, right? Yep. Like, so, um, yeah. All right, guys. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for sitting in with us. Merry Christmas to all Merry of you. Merry Christmas. And, and hopefully we'll have Megan with us next time. Merry Christmas to Megan. We love Merry you. Merry Christmas to Megan. We love you. Yeah. All right, guys. And with that, we wish you all intellectual prosperity. Good night. Pew, 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 pew. Ding.